Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Perfectly with Pete and Mina. And Mina. So, um, we wanted to, uh, we, we didn't feel like it would be right to continue business as usual, right? We always try to bring a funny show, we try to bring like, you know, thoughtful insight, but hilarity with it. Um, and of course, we always try to stray away from politics, religion, that kind of thing. But for us two to be people of color, right? There's no way in hell that we could just let this go and not talk about what's been going on and the events around our country, just recent events. And when I talk about recent events, I'm talking about Ahmaud Arbery, Breonna Taylor, and George Floyd. And I think that we, you know, with our personal stuff that's been going on, Pete's fine. He had his surgery. He's alive, as you can see, Um, you know, dealing with that. But then just also just dealing with our emotions and kind of like turning into ourselves. And at the same time, like just being frustrated at the situation. And we wanted to talk about just things that are going on and what we feel we're no experts by any means but what we feel we could um we could do and the advice that we can give to others to help the cause in the last video that we had i think we had over seven thousand views yeah last i looked it was 5.9k but it could have went to i think yeah so whatever it was over five thousand. so we feel we use our small platform to talk to you our fans all over the world, we've got fans in Ireland and New Zealand and the UK and, of course, over here in the US. And we just wanted to um, really, really give our thoughts. So, unless you've been hiding under a rock, there's no way that you haven't heard about, at the very least, George Floyd. Word. Who was the, um, the man who had Derek Chauvin sit on his freaking neck for eight minutes and 46 seconds. And I think that the thing that angered me the most was that we saw yet another black man get killed on camera. And it was, I don't even know. Do you remember how many days it was before Chauvin got charged? 
remember what they said. It might have been a week or something. Like it might have been a week. So when we talk about, I think, you know, you see Pete is over here in his Black Lives Matter shirt. Um, and we've been very, very vocal about Black Lives Matter in our own uh, personal world since the movement had started with uh, Trayvon Martin. And um, so when you have people talk about, well, all lives matter. Why, why, you know, get over yourself. Black lives just shouldn't matter. Let's not water this shit down, okay? Let's talk about what it really is. And I'm going to give you a perfect example of what is happening even with these protests. I'm going to give you a prime example. Talk to right? them, babe. Talk to them, babe. A couple of days ago, there was a, a civil rights activist. I forget the, the, the man's, the gentleman's name. But he was walking, he's protesting in Buffalo, New York. And he comes up to these police officers, and the police officers say, stand back, give him no seconds. Old man. 75 years old man. White man. 75 year old white man. They give him no time to turn around or whatever. Like, you, you just see them just push him down to the ground. Immediately he goes, his head hits the pavement. Blood There's blood ear. pouring out of his ears. Now, he's not dead. The other officers walk right by him. Like, yes. look down, walk right by him. That's right. And they walk right by him. Now, he didn't die. He's in, he's in critical but stable condition as of this recording right now. And what... What does it mean to, to proclaim Black Lives Matter? Well, what happened? The day that that video was released, those officers were put on, um, they were put on leave without pay mm -hmm. immediately. And charges were brought against them for assault. And we look at George Floyd and instead, you know, like it had to become an outpouring of enragement from the public to be like, this is fucking bullshit. And what we in the community of people of color, I can't say I'm a black woman because I'm, I'm obviously not, I'm not fully black, but I do have African blood coursing through my veins, as do you as a Latin American man. Um, but you cannot say that there are, that, that, that because of this, like we usually get just, if we get charges at all, it's usually charges just to quell us for a little while. It's never convictions. And, you know, if I go out there and I kill someone, it's not like, well, let's just see what happened first. Let's, um, cause we don't know what happened before. Let's just see what happened first. It's, it's never that. It's always like, if, if it's a civilian, you fucking kill someone, you go into jail. You're getting arrested, you go into jail, they're asking questions later, right? So that's really all that we're, we're asking for accountability because if there's accountability, then there won't be Derek Chauvin's out there. He's got a freaking rap sheet so long. I don't, want, I don't give a shit to hear about George Floyd's rap sheet. You know why? Because he was tried, he was convicted, he paid his debt to society. You have... Derek Chauvin, who was out there in those streets killing people, running people over. He was part of um, killing, I think, at least two or three other people who were not white and getting away with it. So if you're able to get away with murder one, two, three, four, five, six times, why not continue doing what you're doing? 
You would it would give you pause if you knew that your if your actions are going to cause somebody harm or death, you would stop your bullshit and stop fucking killing people. You knew you were being recorded and you still didn't care. And and it it has awoken a beast, I think, in the American people. It has awoken a beast in Generation Z. The activism of that, of the next generation. I know that, like, we get on the, that generation and we're like, oh, my God, they're so, like, they're so lost. The same way that we would be lost from time to time. The same way, you know, like, when you're when you're a teenager, right? Yeah, of course. But these kids are out here. They are marching. And I don't give a shit what everybody, you know, my generation, Generation X, you know, generations before that, what is marching going to do? Marching has brought about change, but obviously we're how many years after Martin Luther King was, was killed, was assassinated, and we're still fucking here. So that is why we march. And I know I just, like, totally got on my soapbox, so what is it that you would like to... To say, was there anything that you want to kind of like? I'm listening to you, I'm like, I'm, I'm ready. You know what I mean? I am. I, somebody told me that I was, uh, I was energized behind this. But if 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 you don't know me, saying that I'm energized is like, and the fucking understatement of the year. So let's just talk about some of the things that have been happening in opposition to the Black Lives Matter movement, in opposition to. Um, calling it what it is with George Floyd, calling it what it is with Ahmaud Arbery. But funnily enough, Breonna Taylor, who one would think would be the perfect victim, there hasn't been much attention on her and the officers who fucking ran up in her house while she was sleeping and shot her eight fucking times they saying, have been no charges. They're saying it was just cause they, they had a legit warrant and all that. So, they, like, like they said, a lot of these cases, and, and sadly enough, even George Floyd, these officers might get off. They might not even get time. They might not get convicted, especially for the charges they're supposed to get. That qualified immunity. And and plus, it's not treated the same. I'm saying they treat us like three-fifths of a human being. They, there's more of, of abuse. Come on, Sandra Bland, it was a traffic ticket. How right, right. How about that police officer? Even though she got 10 years for it, Maguire, Guyry, whatever, that white woman police officer that shot the black dude um, in her apartment. Jeez, I, I I hate that I'm forgetting his name, but it will come to me. Aubrey was just jogging. Breonna Taylor was sleeping in the house. Mistake of warning, I'll use the house. They said it was packages coming in. And then George Floyd. Regardless, he's just resisting arrest or whatever happened. It was a $20, counterfeit $20 bill. I mean, nobody should Botham die. Bottom Jean, sorry. Yeah, Bottom Jean. Yeah, nobody should die. For $20. Well, and then it was... It's so So we want to... This is the thing. I think that, you know, I'm not afraid of us losing any fans behind this, though, but I do want for you guys to kind of stick with me to see where we're going. And these are not things... These are not... If I say something with regards to my opinion, you know it's my opinion. But if I say something with regards to fact, I will tell you fact. There were initial reports that were saying that he... Um, that he was trying to forge a check. Then it came out that it was alleged to have been a counterfeit $20 bill. All of the bills that were found on George Floyd were real $20 bills. And what makes this this even more tragic 
is the fact that the establishment that he walked he into. He didn't even go nowhere. He went right to the car. He was sitting in the car when they came. You I know. It was like he was like sitting fucking around. It was like he was like gone and they had a cold ketchup. He was chilling like But what makes it more like upsetting is that it was an establishment of a family a family establishment. They were Muslim. They're people of color, right? The person who called the police, because that was protocol, was a black female. And then she was actually the one that came out and filmed George Floyd's death. I mean, he was executed in the street. Um, and that's what makes it even worse, because, like, I feel like if it was me, like, what... What could you do? If you were there in that situation, would you jump on the cop and risk getting shot and risk get, getting killed and not coming home to your own family? Like, I feel like the cops and the police in this country, they walk these beats and they treat American citizens as if they're in a fucking war zone. And meanwhile, you have the military overseas dealing with terrorists on a grand scale. And they do not discharge their weapons daily. They could be on a freaking nine-month, 12-month deployment and maybe have to discharge their weapons once or twice when there is a real threat because they understand what it means to de-escalate and disengage. And if you're walking the streets and and you're thinking that the people that are around you are out to get you, and if they are rightfully so out to get you, this is the fucking environment that you created. Therefore, this it's your job to change how you are policing in your communities. So what are you going to do? I'm tired of hearing this Blue Lives Matter. Blue Lives, that's a fucking profession that you chose. Occupational fucking hazards come with the job. People who are born with black skin or, 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 or African-American, African descent... People who are black do not deserve to be treated the way that they are treated. And as a woman of color, yeah, I've been discriminated against, but not as much as someone who is a a black man. Like, it, it just does not happen that way. I use my color. Because I've got a, a, a little bit of racial ambiguity going on. I could fucking be anything. I could be Italian. I could be Israeli. I could be Russian. I could be freaking Spanish. I could be, I could be anything. I could be all things to all people. But I know for a fact that there are people out there, black women that I know, black men that I know, that are treated like literal shit, less than fucking human, simply for the color of their skin. And it pisses me off. You have Breonna Taylor. Let's talk about her. An EMT worker. The police affidavit alleged that she was receiving packages for a known drug dealer. Is that a reason? Even if she was guilty of that shit, is that a reason for you to run up in my house and, and kill, kill my ass? Like, why shoot her? No, lock one, whatever. That means you freeze, you arrest them, lock them up. Why shoot them? I mean, what's the purpose It's of just that? ridiculous. Like... And then the fact that there's no charges. They said that, first of all, the no-knock warrant is bullshit. It's complete and total fucking bullshit. It's, it's unconstitutional. You have, but, but the courts and the judges, they allow it. So what do we do to fucking change that shit? Bottom line is, I think that at this point, we've got, we've, we've got a movement that's got traction. I don't want to hear shit. I don't want anybody to come to me about, oh, what about the looting? Because if you care more about property and, and, and physical bullshit, miss me with that. Because you've got 
George Floyd's daughters who are going to grow up without a father. And then what's going to happen when you see... What do you look at girls who are twerking in the streets? I'm not saying that these girls are going to be doing that. But they get to miss being walked down the aisle by their father because he was executed. They get to miss their father holding their children so he doesn't get to be a grandfather. There's so many things. They get to miss him showing them and telling them what their worth is and how they should be treated by a man. Because regardless of the fact that he wasn't with their mother, he was an active father. I don't want to hear anything about his past. Because his past, I don't give a shit if he was out there in the streets robbing everybody's grandmother prior to this incident. He did not deserve to die. Derek Chauvin did not did not have the fucking right to play judge, jury, and executioner in the streets. Am I wrong? I'm not wrong, man. I mean, so, and then let's just talk about, let's talk about all of, like I said, the opposition that's been coming out. And... You know, people are denying that we that there's racism in this country. People are denying that there's racism in the world. Did you see this this challenge now? I think it's on TikTok. Yes, the George Floyd George. challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And this is not just being done by like young kids. Adults, I saw so. two old ass adults, white adults, like the wife was sitting her freaking knee on her husband's neck talking about George Floyd challenge. Everybody who's doing that shit. Your life is fucking canceled, yo. And, like, you're, you're posting this shit online like nothing can't happen to you. If if history is going to tell you anything in the past couple of weeks, anybody who's fucking around with this shit, your life is being destroyed. So keep it up. Let it, Show us who you are. Come on. Like, show us who the fuck you are. And if you really don't think that this is a fucking problem, you're the problem. And what we're fighting here, we are not anti-cop. We are not anti-white. We're anti-white supremacy and anti-racism. And if you're not anti-racism, then you need to check yourself. And you need to see why you're not speaking out. And I think that what we're seeing now and the difference between this incident versus what, what was it? Like four years ago in the summer, we had Philando Castillo. We had Alton Sterling. Um, no, Trayvon was years ago. Before, but, but I'm just saying, like a few summers ago, we had, like, about four summers ago, because Obama was still president. So what was I saying? I said we had Philando Castillo, we had Alton Sterling, and we had Sandra Bland. Bland. Sandra. Right before that, we had uh, Walter Scott. Walter, Walter Scott, Scott, who was freaking shot in the back. Mike Brown. That was the only yes, Mike Brown. What about the kid um, who's Mike? Tamir Rice. Like. A, a child. We have children being killed simply because of the color of their skin. You've got people being shot in the back. Now, the all in, in the in the instances of all of this, the only one who was convicted was Walter Scott's uh, the the police officer who shot shot Walter Scott in the back. And the only reason why he was convicted was because he pled guilty, because he actually felt guilty. He said that he freaking thought that it was his taser gun, but then he planted a gun on him. Like, you, you done fucked up. You know what I mean? So that's the only reason why. And he got 25 years. Botham Jean, she's uh, the, 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 the cop who shot Botham. She's appealing. Of course she's appealing. And she only got 10 years in the first place anyway, right? I can't remember. But she at least got convicted. So we've got the George Floyd challenge. 
you still gonna say that there's no racism? Okay, what about those young girls who were hanging up Black Lives Matter protests, uh, 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 posters in and Maryland? The guy, and the guy in the bicycle, 60-year-old man, running up on him, ripping it from, grabbing it from Yeah, yeah, yeah so yeah, you're thinking you're not gonna get fucking canceled? His ass got freaking arrested too, charged with assaults, charged with menacing, all kinds of shit, so keep your shit up. Um... Let's talk about, all right, let's talk about the looting, because I know that that's, that's the big thing, the, the counter-protest is, is the looting. Oh, the looting. Now, businesses like Target, they have rioters insurance. I'm not, I, I really could give a shit, you know what I mean? Like, and I love Target. I shop at Target, I could, you know, but really, materials can be replaced. A person cannot be replaced. So... There was a video of this lady, like, on a jazzy... What do they call them now? Um, it's like a wheelchair, uh, a electronic whatever, yeah, exactly. wheelchair. Oh. And she came out of Target with a... Like, she had a knife as she's over there, and she's stabbing looters. I saw that. As she got hit with a freaking a fire extinguisher. They took her ass out. I was just like, what were you thinking was going to happen? What about my man out there with the freaking the bow, bow and arrow? arrow? Yeah, and white people and beat him up. And Yo, they him. beat his ass. You see? But then he also Come still out said, here with your shit. But he didn't blame them. He said it was some black people who did it. No. He said, he said that he came out first because he was on, um, if he, if he said that, he said that later because immediately after he was on the news. Yes. And he said that, he said that he had said something to the protesters. I can't remember what it was that he... I think he said, all lives matter. That's what it was. That's what got his ass beat. Um, he said He said that somebody punched him in the face first or something like that or whatever because he said, all lives matter. When that is not what happens, he freaking jumped out of his freaking car and just started, you know, pulling out the bow and arrow and then shooting at people. And so then they freaking jumped his ass, turned that freaking... Um, Turned his car, but I think they set his car on fire, like, and rightfully so. And now he recently, he got arrested and he got charged with, uh, I, I, I think assault and all kinds of stuff. You tired, babe? No, I'm tired. <laughs> I know, tired of the bullshit, right? See, all this is also, you could deal with prison reform, assessment reform, it's all part of reason, it all starts back. It's oh, a thousand percent. 101 okay. crack guidelines. They gotta fix prison reform, not just this. Out of prison reform, sentencing reform. You got hundreds. The one guidelines are crack. You got a black man gets locked up for an ounce of crack. And a white kid gets locked up for a half a kilo of cocaine. The black kid with the ounce of crack is gonna get a lot more time than this kid with the powder because it's crack and it's coke, and that's how the guidelines fit. But the guidelines are set up for that because they know they selling crack cocaine in neighborhoods of people of color and the white. Neighborhoods that sell the powder. So, what's the chances of a person, a white person, getting cold powder? Is chances are greater than a white person getting cold with a crack because they don't get sold in their neighborhood. Right. It's just like I forgot which mobster said, and they asked him about killing people of color, and he said he never killed nobody outside his race. Ain't that a bitch? He said never killed nobody outside my race, and why they said it? It wasn't like it was a racism thing. He's saying because Italians just deal with Italians. Blacks and black neighbors mostly deal with blacks. So, of course, it's going to be more black on black primary because all you do is deal with blacks all the time. Italian mobsters, all they do is deal with another Italian. So, it's not Italian. This is all you deal with. So, of course, you're gonna, if there's going to be murders, there's going to be more of them because they're the only people you're around all the time. Right. But if you got another race or 
this new color, the blue lives, this new race. I know the Smurfs. That they're killing around. every. They're killing blacks at an alarming rate, more than any other color. That's right. So and you know what? And the thing is, is it's that... It's a racism thing against you, the establishment. Right. And then you have where where you, the opposition is going to say, well, what about black-on-black crime? How about white-on-white crime? Right. White people have killed more whites than blacks have killed blacks. And that's a fact. But let's just, let's just, let's just, let's just unpack this bullshit, right? Because as it is... Um, We ha- back in 1920 or so, uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, there was Black Wall Street. That was 27. 1921? 1921. So there was, I think it was 1920, because I think we came up on the 90th anniversary actually a couple of days ago. So blacks had Black Wall Street. And you know what? You know what happens? Whites in other areas of Oklahoma was just like, why does this N-word have a grand b- piano in their house? And I don't. It was made 1921, the massacre. Okay, 1921. So, 89 years. So. No, almost 100 years. Oh. 99 years. 99 years. Oh, that's what it was, 99 years. I'm sorry. My bad. So. Because they didn't want to see the wealth of anyone who was black, you had black doctors, black attorneys, black you had black bankers. They had their own banks. They had dentists. They had they created a whole area, city of wealth for blacks. And what happened? You had a mob that, you know, it's funny because CNN had a, um, an article about this this week. But they neglected to say that this mob was actually fueled and funded by the United States government to go in and execute and burn down this entire city. Blacks also had Rosewood. Same no, fucking situation. When that was where North Carolina was it? Doesn't matter. The point is, is that anytime we North have Carolina anything, anything, there is Rosewood. always a. a, a some sort of systemic like you're you're just we can't be any better the black panthers they were there to uplift their communities there was like a a free free food program and you know and they were armed legally armed black men labeled a terrorist group and yet we still have the clan the ku klux klan in this country who has been around since the 1800s terrorizing blacks and other people of color and lynching for over a hundred years and they are still not labeled as a terrorist group they also contributed to the election of our very dear piece of shit president donald trump and if we wind up losing fucking fans behind this i really could give a fuck at this point i I don't fuck him and fuck everybody who supports him i don't give a shit if you're a single issue voter i don't care if like your whole thing is because you're pro-life if you are pro-life then you should be anti this shit because black lives do not fucking matter in this country and that is a freaking fact beyond belief Black lives do not matter. I don't give a shit what you say. I don't care how you want to whitewash it. I don't want, I don't give a shit. Oh, well, you know, um, there are black doctors and there are, you know, uh, black dentists and black attorneys, not on the same scale 
and people of color do not get paid as much as their white counterparts. That is just a fucking fact. So what do we do? The difference between this movement and the last and the last time that I quoted Philando Castile and Alton Sterling and Sandra Bland and, and Walter Scott that I see for myself is that I think that there are more non-people of color, whites, um, Asians I would put in the people of color group, um, but I see a lot of, and on my own uh, social media feeds, I see you guys coming along and saying, you know what, I get it now. I was against this whole Black Lives Matter, and now I'm here for it. And you know what I say? Welcome to the fucking party. Because at this point, what this movement needs and what people need so that we all feel, not feel equal, so that we are equal, we need allies. We need white people to say enough is enough. Like, I'm not going to watch, you know, my friends being summarily picked off in the streets. I know for a fact that if I have a friend, and it's happened to me in my life, and I know it's happened to you also because we've discussed this before. If you're walking with your black friends and the police start harassing them and you come because, like me, I'm lighter, right? I could wind up, you know, helping to defuse the situation for my friends who are black and the cops will listen to me faster than they'll listen to them. And they could be more articulate. They could be more tactful. But the police, for some reason... Do not see, it's, it's an implicit bias against someone simply because of the color of their skin. And there's no way that you're going to tell me that this doesn't exist. I lived this shit my entire life. I grew up on Staten Island in the 80s and the 90s. I grew up with a woman who looked like she was black, who is black also, and my dad, who's white. And when I grew up, you either, uh, that, that era on Staten Island, you were either black or you were white. If I freaking grew up on, in Tottenville, which is the north side of Staten Island, trust and believe I would have been very discriminated against. But my mother, who was very, very, um, pro, like, she was very, very heavy on education. She would put us in white schools. And I told you this the other night. I had taken a picture of me holding a glass and I looked at my skin and now me looking at my skin, I'm like, damn, I need to get tan. I really want to get tan. But I remember first grade Mina sitting there and, you know, obviously all I see is outside of my face. I could see my hands and writing and looking around at my classmates and wishing that I was lighter because you're taught that white is right instead of embracing who you are. And I had, it's never too early to talk to your children about race. It's never too early to talk to your children about, um, about not having biases and also to check yourself on things. And, you know, I have a story that I want to share, but I feel like you want to say something. I want to say that Tulsa, Oklahoma was a massacre in 1921 and that Rosewood was in Florida, that was 1923. The North Carolina one I'm talking about was in Wilmington. Wilmington, yes, that's right. That was that's another right. one. And the, and the reason why I said that Tulsa, uh, the government had come in, because there was a mass grave of over 300 people that were buried. There's no the way, exactly. There's yeah, no way that you're going to tell me that just like a mob came in and then they just like built 
uh, dug a hole or whatever and said, okay, you know, let me just throw these people in here. No, this was a coordinated effort. Yeah, they wanted to bury that city like it never happened. It never existed. So I want to share a story real quick. Um, And it was something that I, I, I really thought of, and it's been on my mind heavily. And I'm sure my brothers will correct me because I, I wasn't really a party to it, but I just remember it. It was Christmas Eve. I was probably, I want to say around 10 years old and living on Staten Island. And um, my my brother, who's a year older than me, he's about my complexion. My oldest brother, he's dark. He has a different father. Um, but my dad raised him, and he called my dad dad. And like I shared before, I actually didn't realize that my brother wasn't, uh, my dad's son until somebody brought it to my attention because of his color. Um, but, um, it was Christmas Eve and my brother, both of my brothers and one of my, uh, brother's friends, uh, my brother who's a year older than me, his friend who's white, they were out at, uh, I think it was a Models, a Model Sporting Goods. And, I asked you this before, a while ago. I asked you, I said, because on Staten Island, it was like this stupid thing. Jansport backpacks, they have strings on them. They're like, when you purchase them, they have these strings on them, right? And there was like this, there was a thing. It was like the style. Like the more strings that you had on the back of your backpack. And I know this is probably like one thing that only like Staten Islanders in that time are going to relate to or whatever. But the more that you had, it was just like, you know, the style or whatever. So... My brother, who's a year older than me, and his friend, who they're both about the same age, my oldest brother, who's darker than us, he's eight years older than me. Um, so if I was 10 and Seth was 11, then he was, he was 18. Let's say he's 17, 18. Maybe I was a little bit younger. But um, so they're out in Model Sporting Goods, and my brother and his friend are stealing the strings off of Jansport bags. Now, who gives a shit? They're fucking strings, right? Who cares? But there was a security guard who lost all of his shit because he saw what was going on. And my oldest brother, who was over there looking at sneakers with my brother and his friend, like, thinking, like, okay, you know, you guys go do your thing. I'm going to go over here, whatever. Like, I'm going to... I work. I have my own money. I'm going to buy sneakers. So... The security guard busts my brother and his friend for stealing these strings. And then my oldest brother comes over and he's just like, no, 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 chill, 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 chill. They're with me, you know, trying to defuse the situation. But because my oldest brother is black, this guy called the fucking cops. And my brother, both of my brothers and my brother's friend wound up at the precinct. And my dad who was in law enforcement for over 20 years, had to be called off the job from Brooklyn to come to Staten Island to bail everybody out. The only person who was handcuffed and my brother had a fucking black eye was my oldest brother. And he did nothing wrong. Mm. He got the shit kicked out of him. And it was simply because of the color of his skin. He wasn't stealing anything. He was trying to protect his brother by saying, hey, it's not him or whatever. Like, I got him or whatever. I'll just take him and I'll go. My, my youngest brother, uh, my youngest, my, my brother who's a year older than me, he wasn't handcuffed. His white friend was sitting there eating a fucking bologna sandwich. And my oldest brother was handcuffed 
and fucked up and this was christmas eve and i'll never forget it so if you're you has has shit changed or whatever since you know 10 year old mina no no uh, in the words of will smith it's just getting filmed so what is it that we need because everybody says you know what what's the fucking goal here what is it that you need? What is it that you want? What do you want want to happen? Are you just going to be sitting there and marching and stealing and looting shit and, and going crazy? So what do you think we need? Well, the equality in every aspect of the world. Man. We need racial equality. We need to be treated the same in the workforce. We need to be treated the same by law enforcement. We need to be treated the same by everybody. We need to have equal opportunities like everybody else have. We need to be up going there and be looked at by the bankers like to get a loan just like anybody else would be looked at to get a loan. Not because of the color of skin, but because of our portfolio and our background. That's right. It's, 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 it's like crazy. redlining needs to stop. Like uh, they were, I, I saw um, uh, on, what is it? Um, what's the same network that has uh, Impractical Jokers? TBS and True. True TV. They have a show called Adam Ruins Everything. Yeah. And. Um, he had done an episode about racism in America because, you know, everybody, you know, people who it doesn't affect, it doesn't exist. It doesn't fucking exist. And I'm here to tell you that it absolutely does exist. It exists on every freaking level. And, you know, in, in, in Latin, you know, Hispanic communities, we have something it's called Las Castas, which is a caste system, which is. The lighter you are, the better your prospects. So when you're talking about people who are light like you, who could, the pass fors, you know, you're, you're better off than somebody who's darker. You're not gonna get the same opportunities. So I started thinking about even people in the black community who are naysayers and say that these things aren't happening and then I started thinking about my white family and friends who share this bullshit like you won't share anything that has to do with like you we legit watched a man die the man died George Floyd died of these three individuals that I'm talking about right now two of them we watched die on film so, you don't post anything to say, Jesus Christ, this is fucked up. Like, I cannot believe that this happens. Like, I can't believe that I just... Like, there's nothing that makes me jaded to watching a person die. I don't give a shit what color they are, right? We watched a man die on film. So, does that not move you? And... Like I said, I'm thinking about people who are black or of color who are naysayers. Candace motherfucking Owens. Now, Candace doesn't seem to be connected to the black community. Because if Candace was connected to the black community, her freaking 17, 18 minute videos that she has, she would fucking comb her hair. She might use a little edge control or something, but she looks like literal shit. And I hate to fucking say that, but I, I just, I despise everything that this woman is about. And I'll tell you why. 
I only, because she fucking pisses me off so much, I cannot stand to watch her ass. So I, I said, all right, let me see what, where she stands on Ahmaud Arbery. Did I share this with you already? If I haven't, here we go. So she goes off to say her points of the reason why she doesn't believe any of this shit with Ahmaud Arbery. Ahmaud Arbery. Ahmaud Arbery. I heard the thing with George Floyd. But I, I refuse Arbery. to watch that shit because fuck you. Fuck you, Candace Owens. You could eat a dick. Well, what did she say about Ahmaud Arbery? She I, said, I well... First of all, the thing that struck me when I watched the 10-second clip, which it was longer than 10 seconds, but whatever, was that people said that he was an avid jogger, right? I don't know anyone who's an avid jogger, these are her words, who wears khakis when they're jogging. Okay. That was her fucking argument. Because he was wearing khakis, that he couldn't have been jogging. And then she used the words private neighborhood it wasn't a private community this was not like like i could fucking jog wherever i want and you know what the shit that pisses me off is that i know people who are avid joggers who jog in sweatpants sweatpants you shouldn't be jogging in right so that's your argument and the thing that pisses me off is that when you have people who are talking about these avid you know like oh with candace owens or whatever they're like you know i just love her so much because she speaks the truth she's full of fucking shit and she's married now to a white man which i do not have i don't have a problem with i could give a shit who you marry he could be purple with green polka dots he could be fucking barney i could give a shit but you want to act like shit doesn't freaking happen like racism doesn't exist like this man wasn't fucking targeted i cannot wait for you to have black babies because they will be black babies they will not be white i can't believe she said that about dude she said because he had khakis on she's a piece of shit because he had fucking khakis then she said from what i saw he attacked them she also didn't believe that the person who was filming who also got charged I, I forget his name. And you know what? Uh, aside from Derek Chauvin, because he's a fucking piece of shit, I'm not mentioning the people who have victimized our people. I'm only going to mention the people that deserve to be mentioned. Um, and unfortunately, they're hashtags. But she said, this must have been an innocent bystander or somebody who saw what was going on. And thankfully, they... They saw the whole incident because he charged at them. And that's why they, they discharged their she weapons. She must have missed the whole video because the video also showed him cornering him and chasing him down. Him turning around to defend himself, to, to defend himself off these dudes. And that dude shoot him and cornered him to N-word. Yes. And he shoot him. That's right. So I'm like this. Yesterday, I think it was yesterday or the day before because all these fucking days blur at this point. Um, there was an article that came out. And the investigators on that case looked at the pickup truck. The pickup truck happens to have fibers from his khaki motherfucking pants. And his handprint and sweat, his own DNA, because they hit him at least twice with their vehicle. So, from their own statements, they chased him down. And then he like jumped, he was almost out of the neighborhood and then they like kind of like cornered him in and then he like jumped into a ditch. Like 
there's like this whole thing of fight or flight, right? So at first he was trying to flight. And then after that, it was just like, what the fuck can I do? Now all I could do is fight. Like so then, life. And he fought for his life and he fucking died for Same it. Same thing with Trayvon and George Zimmerman. Exactly. He fought for his so life. So history repeats him. itself yet again. And then so... They both chased them down. They both chased these young boys down and killed them. In both instances. One was George Zimmerman chasing him down. Of course a dude fought him. He's fought from life. A guy, some strange guy is following him. Same thing with Omar Aubrey. I'm saying you got these three rednecks chasing him down and cornering him. Probably was spitting a whole bunch of racial shit before they even got him. So you know what I heard? A, a, a friend of mine who has a really close friend of hers who uh, they went to college together who is um, an investigator down in Georgia. And um, apparently it was rumored that Ahmad was dating the father and son duo, their sister. So that's why he was targeted. Son duo. That's why the father and son who fucking His chased daughter, him down. The other guy's sister. You mean yes. Sister. Yes. Yes. The sister. Interesting. Oh, yes. So that's why. He, that's why he was there. Because and it was possible. And you know. And the thing is that there are people. I'm not saying that this is all white people, because I'm not going to say that. I'm, I'm I'm not I'm not ignorant, and I'm not a piece of shit. But there are some people in this country, and some people in this world, even, who really hate the idea of any black man deflowering any white woman. Like they just hate it. Ever since Emma too. But Emmett Till had a fucking speech impediment. Emmett Till and supposedly would have whistled. To, yeah, he, he, he would have whistling. to whistle to start to speak. Yes. Like, like Herbert from Family Guy. He has whistled. Chris. Well, his S's were whispered, but... but no, no, but that was like his whole thing. And, and, and Yes, and they thought he was whistling at the white woman. And they killed him just for that. And, and it turns out that fucking racist bitch admitted right before she died... That that's not really what happened. Because she also, not even just the whole whistling thing, she made it like he tried to grope her and accost her and all of that. A child. And so, what do we see coming out of this? I mean, we live in New York, right? And um, I saw an article today um, that uh, Governor Cuomo is trying to pass the Amy Cooper law. And for those of you who don't know what happened with Amy Cooper... Uh, there was a man, a black man, who was bird watching in Central Park, and um, Cooper as well. Another Cooper. He's Cooper too, isn't he? Yes. His last name was Cooper too. His last name was Cooper. Yes. They both well, maybe the Amy Cooper law is because they both were Coopers. I don't think they were both Coopers, but you could look that up right now. I, I think it was because yeah. his sister had posted it. It doesn't matter. The point is, is that this black man was bird watching in Central Park. This woman, this white woman, came through with her dog. And all he asked for her to do was to leash her dog. Because when you're bird watching and if a dog is running around in there, what if they're going to scare the freaking birds? This woman, I watched the video. I refused to watch George Floyd because I, 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 I read the, the narrative to it. I don't need to see, you know, another man killed. But I... Um, I watched the video and it was like the actions as to what was happening in real time versus how when she got on the phone and called 911 and acted as though 
this man was threatening her, threatening her dog, um, and she she started like crying and acting like all he said was just like, "Hey, can you just leash your dog?" And she was just like, "Why are you threatening me?" And all of this, and she gets on the phone and she's just like, "Yes, this man is threatening this man is threatening me in this section of the park, and like I need for somebody to come right now." And 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 he was smart this enough. African American. Yes, this, this. African American, like and like. And she's, like, choking the fucking dog at the same time. So, I mean, white people, I shouldn't say white people, but a lot of white people were enraged at the fact that she was choking the dog. More so than the fact that she was calling in a for yeah, false report. His name was Amy Cooper. Her name was Amy yeah, Cooper. His name is Christian Cooper. Get out. So you were right. Cooper. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I stand corrected. So, uh, Cuomo said that... Um, that He's he's putting forth legislation for all of these like false reporting so that we don't have Curse. the permit patties yeah, and the barbecue Becky and make those a hate crime. They bought a pencil and make that a hate crime before it's nine one one. Yes, and you should be fucking charged because you know what the police could be out there saving freaking lives and you you're freaking calling them over because you were wrong, and then you're using your skin color, and this has nothing to do. You know, I, I saw an article that said. That she was a liberal. It doesn't fucking matter. I don't care what your politics are. The young girl are. from that grocery store called the police. Right. I think she was wrong. She probably she thought George it was. Floyd's as well. But look, he called George for George Floyd. Look what happened. He's dead. Well, so because because check this out. So the policy in Minneapolis is if there are any counterfeit bills that are found, what's supposed to happen is you call the police and you let them know somebody was trying to pass off a counterfeit bill. The police are supposed to show up, confiscate that counterfeit bill. There are supposed to be no questions. There's supposed to be no charges. There's supposed to be no arrests. They just confiscate it. They turn it over to detectives so they could trace where it came from. All that extra bullshit that happened with George Floyd was completely unnecessary. And like I said, I don't give a shit if he was robbing grandmas left and right all up and down the block. He did not deserve... like. Cops do not get to play judge, jury, and executioner in the street. Period. Amen. End of story. And if you think that they should, you have a fucking problem. You are part of the problem. Because if it were you, and I don't want to hear, oh, I have a grandson who is black. Oh, my niece is black. Oh, my best friend is black. We don't want to hear none of that shit. Also... And there's no racism in America, racism in America, and there's no such thing as white supremacy. And this is right, but it, and it doesn't exist. And how come there's so many statues all around the country of slave owners, of, of white supremacists, people who, who who are not good people over the country, like the Robert Lee statue, all the other yes. stuff that torn. Now all more statues are getting torn down. What was, what was the last statue in Minneapolis was it or somewhere? Or is it one in the you Chicago? Brought it up. You brought it up. Yeah, but those several statues that have been torn down. Oh, one in the UK. Yes. One in the UK. Yes. The people in the UK tore down the statue. They pulled that shit down and dropped it in the hut in the in the harbor. That's right. So, but there's a lot that that right there shows the racism. But then in you the have, world. but then you have people that say you're erasing history. And my brother, but they erase history. How come it's none of our history in the books? They already erase history and replace it with their history. That's so it's a very good fucking point. It's no more history. It's their story. Yeah, that's right. They been did this, so now we're racing. Yeah, we're racing the history. We don't want to hear about. So y'all don't want to hear about what y'all did to us. You want us to forget? Well, we're gonna forget that that these dudes were generals, or whatever. Erase them. They don't need to be mentioned. These dudes. first of all. So my brother, he brought up a good point a, a while ago. He said, you know, we're not erasing history or whatever. Like, just remove the shit and put it in a fucking museum. But in the fifties, so 
um, if anybody freaking cares to read up on this shit, uh, when there was the Civil War, obviously, the rebellion flag is the Confederate flag. After the Civil War, that shit went away. But then with right, uh, right before the Civil Rights Movement, there was a push um, to bring back this Confederate flag so that there was like this... this this resurgence of white supremacy. Now they're tearing it down. They're removing that. So now. no, but all of those statues that are now all around the country are the reason why they're so like a, a few years ago when people were like just bringing them down. You notice they were just like bend in these odd shapes because they were completely fucking hollow because it was this mass production of all of these like you know Confederate uh, generals and 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 things like that or whatever that just surged across the country. Just to be like, you see, this is our freaking history just smacked in your face. So it wasn't like it wasn't like these things have been there since before the Civil War. It was just in the 1950s, less than 100 years ago. And it was just solely for the purpose of white supremacy and the resurgence of that to say, we are the superior race. They said also... No I'm one f- would, would exist or nothing would be great without us. And fuck you if you think that. They said in Philly, Thank you very much. In Philly, they're going to take down um, Sylvester Sloan Rocky's statue, too, now. No, they're not. Yes, they are. They're putting Apollo Creed up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a big power move, too, man. Yo, seriously, that. finally. Finally. Wait, how many minutes are we in right now? 52. 52. 52 minutes. We finally got a joke. High five, baby. You brought some levity to this shit. I'm, I'm for it, though. I'm for it. Even though... I don't know. He he was the greatest. I respect Rocky. I respect Rocky, man. Rocky didn't see color. Rocky didn't see color. He liked green. He had a slow. He had a slow chick that rode a short bus. Very uneducated. Oh my god. His brother-in-law was a little bit off. You know, Rocky didn't care. He hired people, put people down, got Apollo Creed, became his best friend. I trained his son. Okay. I don't think Rocky's a racist. So what is it that non-people of color can do? You could be allies. We don't want your freaking opinions about looting. We all know that... Yeah. The looting thing. Like I said, a statement I posted before. Like, I, and you notice, especially with this looting, everybody... To me, I don't think... If you could comment on looting, comment on anything. Don't just say... Right, this, right. Say, you know, fucked up with George Floyd and all that shit, but, you know, this looting is really wild, man. People need to come... But don't just talk about the looting and mention nothing else, because, like I said, like I said before, this country, and obviously through social media, and obviously through everybody's, how everybody's acting... Knows the price of everything, but the value of nothing. You're worried about all oh, these families. Families, how would you feel? You worked the whole life and building this store, and it just tear down your whole family. You're hard to work for. All right, but I can bring that up. How about the family that lost a father, son, mother, daughter, grandfather, granddaughter? You know what I'm saying? Who, how about them? Yeah, they lost it for life. There's no bringing that back. You can get a store back and replace it. There's no bringing a life back. So, and one life could change the. The course of many lives. That's right. So. And it doesn't matter how young or how old. Like, and the thing is, is that I think that that's the point that I want to drive through. That no matter where you were on this issue last week, you know, last year, and you know, if if it touches you and if it moves you to the point where you feel like I want to do something, I want to help in some sort sort of way, it is never too late. Because, you know, if, if I were to be like that kind of person to be uh, religious, you know, with Christianity, you had Saul, who was killing Christians, 
Saul of Tarsus was killing Christians in the, in, in, in the streets. Saul became Paul. And then became the greatest freaking apostle. So there's, it's never too late to change. So I think that what you guys, what, what people need to do is start looking inward. If it takes you saying to yourself, let me envision this person like to, to be like, um, if anybody's ever seen or read A Time to Kill, um, you should absolutely watch the movie. It's with Samuel L. Jackson and uh, Matthew McConaughey. At the end of the movie, Matthew McConaughey, he plays an attorney. It's a John Grisham book. That's a dope book, though. It's a great book. It's a great book. Page one will have you turning pages. Um, but at the end, he talks about the, the brutalization of this young girl who actually wound up living, though. But um, she was raped. She was beaten. She was thrown over into a ravine, left for dead. And he said, imagine if, 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 if you, you know, if all of this this happened or whatever you're imagining this is actually what happened and you know she was beaten and and raped she can never have children of her own right now she was a 10 year old little girl and he gives this whole summation and everybody it was a whole jury of white people and he said now imagine she's white and that kind of like flipped the tide so if if it means that what you have to do right now is to sit there and envision now that these people who are being executed oh, are white. white white young white boys young white women who are you know i mean because you could like young white men there's nothing that separates us really like crime exists on every color spectrum you know goodness exists on every color spectrum brianna taylor is the perfect fucking victim why is she not being the one why is she not the one that's elevated to the top it's because she's not on camera exactly some people argue it's because she's a black woman whatever the case may be we all need to look internally to ourselves to realize that this is not okay and this will never be okay and if you are pro-life then you should be pro-life not just for babies that are in the womb but for people who actually exist here on this planet, no one deserves to die like that. Could you imagine coming home after you're, you're, you're an EMT, which means that you are an essential worker. So you're working, you're dog tired at the end of the day. And you go to sleep and you wake up to motherfuckers banging your door in without even freaking having a chance to open your eyes and see what's going on and being shot eight times and then there's no consequence. Imagine how man feels. He got locked up too, right? Because he got locked up because and charged with weapons because he tried to defend him, pull out right because he thought it was a home invasion. Yes, because her boyfriend was with her and then he winds up getting locked up behind that. Like, your girlfriend just died and you're being locked up. Like, there, if if you if anyone, correct me if I'm wrong. If you guys can come up with quite a few cases in which this is happened, and the thing is, is that this has happened. It happens so much, and I don't want to hear about. Well, cops kill white people too. Yes, but not at the disproportionate rate that they kill, and there are no consequences with black lives and people of color. You cannot deny that. And again. 
I don't want to hear about their past. I don't even want to hear about what they were doing to become, you know, to get arrested or anything like that. No one deserves to die like that. The cops are here to protect and serve. And for some reason in this country, that's been lost. So what do we do to change that? What are the things that we're asking for? So I think that, you know, I, I speak for our communities to say we need to have clear demands and we need to not let up. We need to stop taking the fucking crumbs. And then when it comes to you have corporate America, you've got like places like Amazon, Nike, NFL changed their fucking tune. So when is Kaepernick going to get a job? I did change it too, and they, they right? apologize, but he won't get a job, and he you, shouldn't take it. You've got you've got a lot of things that are going on, and you've got a lot of people uh, and corporations that are coming up and and stepping forward and saying that they stand with Black Lives, and that's cool. But put your fucking money where your mouth is. We need real change, and it's not going to happen overnight, and it's not going to be one person that does it. It takes the collective. It takes all of us. And the fact that there were 50 states that came together and protested as of right now, that's great. We've got protests going on all over the world. That's great. We need more of that. Right? Yes. Yes, yes. So? So, um, definitely got to make changes, man. You know, my brother, man, lost his nephew last week to police violence, too. So this shit don't, it don't, uh, they don't start with Marvin Taylor, none of that, you know? 73 shots, unnecessary in Kingsborough houses. He got, it was overkill, shot him 18 times. This, this unnecessary violence gotta stop, man. And Gianna Ta uh, Floyd, Gianna Floyd, your daddy changed the world. Your daddy changed the world. And there's no way that you could sit here and I feel like... Unless you don't have a conscience or a heart to not stand with this movement to say that things have to change. And I think that that's... If we could use our small platform to reach whoever we could reach, then, then absolutely, then we have to do it. And talk to your, you know, your friends and, and challenge them. Like... You know, I, I posted up a, 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 on my own personal page a donation, and I was shocked at how many people had already donated. I just picked an organization that I felt that was, was worthy of being donated to. But, you know, we say black lives matter, a thousand percent. And all lives can't matter until black lives also matter. Because black lives clearly do not matter. And we want them to matter. We want for us to not only have a seat at the table, we want to have a fucking plate. I want to eat too. Right? That's right. Everybody eats. Everybody gets a slice of the pie. That's how it works, man. So we all eat. So, this has been blended in perfectly with Pete and Mina. And, you know, we hope to be able to bring you guys more funny shit or whatever this week. We will. But we just felt like we needed to do this. This was important to us. Peace to all the brothers, man. We stand in solidarity with everybody. March if you have to. We've, we've done it already. And we support the movement in every facet, man. And it's anything that can bring across, bring across change, man. And 
bring us together, keep us surviving. And um, take the target off our back. Right. And we're gonna, you know, we're gonna post uh, up some some uh, charities that we think that are worthy. But absolutely, if you find another charity, like do what you every whatever you feel is in your heart, you know, donate to whoever, whatever organization you think is gonna bring about change. We all need to do it collectively together, and it is not exclusive of black, white, Asian. It's all of us. All of us together have to make a change. So that's that's what I challenge you guys to do, is to help us to make a change. And, uh, you know, we'll keep you informed as much as possible. But definitely stay blessed, you know, um, keep up the good fight, and, you know, let's get some shit done. Peace. All right. So remember, before you turn that blender on, put a lid on that bitch. Peace. Bye, guys. Okay. Oh, boy. Bye, oh, boy. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.